Are you ready to stop feeling stuck, lost, or confused about what to do next in your career? Then the Manifest Your Career podcast is just right for you. With me, your host, Dr. Norma Reyes. The Manifest Your Career podcast offers you career advice that integrates your mind, body, and spirit. It's time you start listening to your own inner guidance. Tune in each week to learn how to combine your intuition, strategy, and logic so that you can manifest the career of your dreams. Hey everyone, welcome back. Now this is season three, episode 77. And first I just have to say, wow, because when I first started the podcast, I didn't really have a long-term vision for the podcast other than I wanted to have a podcast where I was sharing people's career journeys. So now that it is episode 77, I'm like, whoa, you know, like where do I want us to go? But that is for me to think about later. So as I was saying, this is the start of season three and I just wanna thank you for listening. I really couldn't imagine what this would feel like. I just knew that I wanted to have a space that I could share my words of wisdom around careers, share the career journeys of women of color so that women like you and me could feel empowered to believe in our career dreams despite what challenges we are facing, despite whatever upbringing we had to know that we can do this and we can do this you can do this all of us can do this so this is the first episode of season three and i want to make it special and share more about me and my spiritual journey it feels weird to call it a spiritual awakening but that's really what it was and it started back in 2019. so after having my second son in august of 2019 i started to begin to feel useless i was on maternity leave and i just started having this feeling of like this can't just be it like laying down in bed staring at the ceiling and thinking like there needs to be more to life than this this feeling of repeat, wake up, eat, tend to the kids, go back to bed and repeat and repeat and repeat. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, now I like to call that hustle and bustle mode. You know, when we are just living to survive and hustling. So there's a period of time that we are working on our goals, right? And most of the time for me, it was like uh, getting an education, getting a car, getting a house. Like those were the goals that I was really focusing on. Oh, I want to find a partner. I have a partner. I want to have kids and I want to have this many kids, you know, and really being in that kind of like, oh, I want to achieve these things, right? These tangible things, but not really thinking about myself or my spiritual fulfillment. So the thought is just doing and doing and doing. So it's 2019. My baby was about a month and he's like legit sleeping four to six hours a night. Unlike my first son who was sleeping like two hours a night and I felt like a zombie by eight weeks because I just wasn't getting enough sleep. I I honestly started seeing like visions <laughs> because of lack of sleep, right? Like I was really just not in a good place in regards to like not having enough sleep. But with this second son, my older son was 
three going on four. My husband was focused on going, uh, finishing up school. So he was at home. So while I was on maternity leave, we were both home. So I wasn't alone. I had help if I needed it. My older son was very much more independent and the little one is like really pretty easy compared to my first son. And obviously having the experience of a first baby, this is a second baby, I'm not feeling as lost or confused on what to do next, right? So I kind of can figure it out and don't have like the first time mom scaries. So, you know, I start to just feel like this numbness to life, to everyday life. And if you are feeling this numbness to everyday life, know like this is just a calling for you, right? For your inner spirit, your soul is asking you to reawaken, right? Reawaken your soul to the spiritual world. And for some people that is connecting to God in a religious sense. And for myself, it's connecting to God, universe, source in a spiritual sense. So I do want to get be a little bit clear about this before I move forward about the spiritual journey that what I was feeling the numbness was is different from postpartum depression because I wasn't feeling sad, right? There was just a kind of a, I, there needs to be more to this. And so, you know, after having a baby, your hormones kind of drop drastically. If you're breastfeeding, they don't drop as much, which I was breastfeeding. And then they kind of balance out, right? And so postpartum depression is completely different than what I was feeling because even though I was feeling this like numbness to everyday life and this feeling of like there's more to life than this, I was still experiencing joy and I still had energy and I still had motivation and I was still happy. There just was this stirring inside my soul that was telling me that there was more to my life than getting married, having kids, facing these little goals that I was achieving, not facing, achieving. And I call them little goals, right? But I'm not trying to minimize them. It's just that there is a bigger picture for myself that inside of me, I feel like I've always known. And I want you guys to know that that feeling inside of you that you've always known that you want to do X, Y, Z, or you have this passion or this purpose or this project you want to do. And it's just inside of you wanting to come out. That was the feeling, right? But prior to, to getting to that point, I had to feel this numbness of everyday life. This like, oh my God, like I can't, can't just live to have this ordinary life. And so, and not that there's anything wrong with that. I just got to say that too, because sometimes some of us are just trying to get to that ordinary life, right? Sometimes we're just like, I'm in survival mode that you're just like, I just want to have that basic life for a moment. And of course, this is all an ebb and flow. You know, some days you're gonna just wanna have an ordinary life where you're not thinking about anything major. Now back to spiritual awakening, this feeling of there has to be more, and I just don't want to wake up, go to work, eat, sleep, repeat, and feel empty, right? Not feeling fulfilled. What I was missing was that I didn't feel fulfilled. And at the time, I didn't have the words for that. At the time, I didn't know what was missing. So if you feel like something is missing, 
your job is great, your your home life is is going well, and you just feel like something is missing. What is missing is something fulfilling, something that fills your cup, something that excites you within. And that is what I was feeling. I just felt bored and I didn't know what to do with myself. So I had always in the past been doing, 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 right? Like I have my PhD, so many years of school of always doing something. And then I had the goal, you know, get get a job that's paying me well, find a partner that wants the same life that I want. And so again, right, always doing, doing, doing. I find myself here in 2019, not having anything to do, right? If you think about it, I didn't have anything to do because nobody needed me. And it was a time that I was really just being. And at the time, again, I will say, I didn't recognize it for what it was, but looking back, it was a time that I just allowed myself to take a breath and then woke up. And so what did I do? Because what I always do is read. If I don't know what to do with myself, I read. This is what I do. So you can do what it is that you do when you can't figure yourself out, whatever it may be. For me, it's reading and then journaling, reading and then journaling. So I am a 100% proud bookworm. I love, love, love to read. And I hadn't actually done it for leisure in a while. So I had been in my PhD program since 2014. I had graduated in May 2019 with my seven months pregnant belly. And then fast forward to August, I have my baby and I'm on maternity leave, thankfully. I don't have to worry about anything. Everything's pretty much being taken care of on its own, right? All of my work and effort. And then I'm just feeling like there needs to be more. So I started reading books, started reading books at the time through the Libby app, which is the library app. Everyone should have access to that in the United States at least. And so you go to the Libby app and you can uh, borrow books from your local library. My local library here where we moved, it's a small town, doesn't have as many books. So unfortunately I've had to now I have an, another app, it's called um, Scrib or Scribed. I'll link it in the show notes, but I love it. I do, it is paid, but if you go to the link, you can get 60 days free to see if it's something you love. I personally love it. It's about $10 a month and it's so worth it for me for all the books that I read. If it's not there, then I will go and look and see if it's available in Kindle. So that is how I am doing books. But at the time I was doing the Libby app and then I was ordering books from Thrift Books com. That is another one. And I will put in a referral link in the show links. If you like to have physical books, but you know, books can become very expensive. I mean, some really good books are $25. So you can go to thrift books and get books, you know, three to $5 and shipping's free if you order four books. So that's usually what I was doing. Well, it's like $12. If you order $12 in books, you get free shipping. So that's usually what I was doing, ordering three to four books at a time so I can get that free shipping. So I can't remember how many books I read that year, but it was a lot. And I have a list of like the top 10 books that I read that year that changed my life. So I will post that in the show notes so you can read it if you wanna see the books, the top 10 books 
that I thought back then, but know that I did read a whole lot many more books. And I will be compiling a list of all the different books that I've been reading throughout the years from 2019 till now. So, um, but one of the books that really has stuck with me in was the Unleash Your Inner Money Babe by Catherine Sinkina, known as Manifestation Babe. You know, at the time I had no idea who she was. I didn't have any clue about her Manifestation Babe Academy or any of those things. I just knew that I wanted to check out this book because it was about like manifest a thousand dollars in 21 days. So I ordered the ebook and I didn't even realize there was an actual workbook you could write in if you bought the actual book. And I did it and I manifested a thousand dollars in 21 days. And really like what it was for me on that. And if you go and check out the book, the book has nothing to do with like, manifesting in the sense of how people believe manifesting happens it's not like you put this under your pillow and you just wait for it to happen you actually are doing work you're actually doing work such as like cleaning out your spaces so that you can bring in more money clean out the area that your money is at like cleaning out your purse and then you find out that you had twenty dollars in the pocket somewhere that you completely forgot about because you are cleaning your spaces. And then it was also about like forgiveness and forgiving some people who have like hurt you in the past or who have, you know, energetic cords still tied to you around money. So, you know, I also wrapped up my teen in doing this. She actually wanted to manifest a thousand dollars to get an iPhone and she got the iPhone and I'm going to share that story, but give me a second there i will definitely be sharing this story so other books that i was reading were like the seven spiritual laws of success the top 10 things dead people want you to know i was just really diving deep into like the spiritual world the world of the beyond the beyond like here and really getting connected with your soul purpose so all these books were really rekindling my inner passions and desires what has always been there and even as i'm saying this it's so strange to look back like no this me right now has always been me but i have people that i've known for a long time who have talked about my seeing my transformation that i am no longer the norma of before like and as the years have gone by like they've like joked around like now this is like norma 3.0 with every different transformation that i am having and so you know as you move forward in your spiritual journey that you just know that you're going to look back and think like i can't believe that was me i can't believe that i wasn't this me because you are always you this is this you inside of you that wants to come out that is ready to come out has always been there you just have to reconnect with yourself and so really what happens is that we oftentimes tuck away our real selves right because different things that have happened to us and it's not because you're ashamed of yourself but because of survival because of the conditioning that has happened to you that tells you it's not safe to be you it's not safe to be me and so we hide ourselves we hide our true selves ourselves that is like oh i want to own a tarot deck or oh i want to learn more about 
witchcraft or spells. And there's all these negative connotation towards those things, but there's no need for that. Because if you think back to all the thousands of years where reconnecting with the divine, reconnecting with the moon, reconnecting with mother earth, a lot of those materials have been, you know, truncated, meaning that they have been changed over time. So you can't really know, you know, these wickedness, this black magic, which for some people it does exist in my world. I don't believe in it. You know, like I am very much so of like putting protection on myself, um, putting a white light protection, but I don't believe that there is, that there's a negative connotation to doing those things, right? When you are asking for your guidance from your angels or that, you know, anyway, I don't want to sidetrack us on the different types of realms that there is out there. You if you believe in something, know that it exists. It's as simple as that. If you know in your inner self that something is real, then it exists. And in my world, I like to believe that for me, everything that I am doing and I'm learning and the skills, whether it be a tarot deck, an oracle deck, you know, doing, looking at somebody's astrological chart, doing moonology, all of these different things are really just guiding me back to getting connected to myself and helping my clients get reconnected with themselves. So I always had this in me since a teenager and maybe even before that exploring different things. And as I said, I'm really working on reconnecting with myself, my younger self and my inner child so that I can be the best me that I can possibly be and be the best me for everyone else, right? If I'm my best me, then everyone gets the best of me. So that has been my journey as I've reawakened and just know that as you reawaken yourself and you own your healing journey, it's going to be something that you have to feel empowered to do. No one can force you to do it and no one can convince you to do it and take it in as you are doing it. You know, don't feel that all of a sudden you need to be where these big spiritual quote unquote gurus are or that you all of a sudden have to meditate every single day for 30 minutes because that also is setting yourself up to someone else's expectations. And that's really what you want to not do, right? Because you've already had lots of conditioning done. You've already had a lot of shoulds and don'ts. And, and as you go through your spiritual healing journey, you don't want to create another condition for you to be quote unquote, successful in this, right? Whatever you want it to be at the time, and it's gonna change and transform as you go. What it was for me in 2019 is completely different what it is today in 2023. And again, I couldn't even imagine this, my new morning routine that I'm doing, which I'm the kind of person that'd be like, I'm waking up five minutes before I have to be up and that's that. But now, you know, I'm waking up much earlier, much, much earlier than I need to be up, especially from working from home. And you're know, doing this for me, doing this morning routine for me to, you know, really reconnect with myself so that I can be the best self I can be that day. And it's a work in progress every 
single day. So as I'm continuing to do my work, I just want to say that there's no such thing as healed or always being high vibed. I still have low days. I still have days where I blow a fuse. I still have days that feel like repeat. You know, the difference is that I'm more in tuned into who I am, who I've always known myself to be, you know, I, and also being more excited to share myself, right? To share what I'm learning, to really help others get reignited and re-inspired. So I'm gonna take a pause right there just to tell you guys about the iPhone story because before I go off and to a whole other thing and forget to share about the iPhone story. So manifestation book, 21 days, manifest $1,000 in 21 days. So I had my teenager doing it with me and she really wanted to get an iPhone. This would be her second phone. Her first phone was a janky Android because I'm not about getting any teenager a phone, right? I feel like social media, why, why, right? So she was like 13, maybe a freshman year. I don't even remember, maybe she's like eighth grade. So we are going through the process, right? She's taking the steps. And for me, I'm like, hodgepodging this one thousand dollars Ooh, i found 10 cents Ooh, i found twenty dollars right and eventually got that thousand dollars by hodgepodging so of course for her she just can't even fathom how she would get a random thousand dollars because she doesn't have a job and she knows i'm not just about to give her a thousand dollars for an iphone so during all of this time my husband is upgrading his What's the iPhone XR? There is some special that if you traded in your phone, you could get an iPhone 11 for free. So he goes, I mean, I actually do the process of like setting it all up and I tell him to go to the store to exchange it. They hand him the iPhone 11 and they tell him, oh, we don't accept the phones here. You need to return the phone. They should have sent you something to ship it back. So it's like 10 days in and we don't have anything. I don't have any box or anything to send it back to them. So I get on to iPhone support and like probably like two or three days I'm on with them and not iPhone support, but Sprint at the time. And I'm like, hey, my husband picked up the iPhone. We're doing a trade and blah, blah, blah. Like you guys haven't sent me anything. And the guy keeps saying that he sent stuff. And I'm like, look, I just want to be charged with the phone where do I send the phone? And he was saying that every time he keeps putting in the promo that it keeps saying that they'll give me a $300 credit for the phone. And I'm like, well, I'm not turning in my phone for a $300 credit when you guys told me that it would be set up. Anyway, back and forth. I don't know what the guy did. I get off, my daughter walks in and she's like, well, I think this is because of me. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, manifesting an iPhone and now we have this iPhone and they're not taking it back, but he has the phone and they're not charging you for it. And 100%, they did not charge me for it. And <laughs> she got the iPhone XR. And this was back, I don't know, when, what was it, 2019? So <laughs> we have now exchanged that phone and she has a 12 now, but yeah, it's just like crazy 
crazy we and my husband still had his iphone 11 so he got his iphone 11 never we never turned it in because i don't know what kind of system glitch happened and here we are uh she had her free iphone so manifesting works guys you just got to follow the steps and it's more than just writing down a wish so now back to my spiritual journey as i kept going and moving more into this me, I began to pick up oracle decks and tarot cards and crystals because that has always been something that I've been drawn to in astrology and moonology and really just diving in and learning more and more about everything. Like I just wanted to learn about everything. And then anything that I've learned, I'm like, so I want to, oh, I want to teach you about this. Oh, I want to teach you about that. You know, I've you know, would take months and months about learning about human design or like the Enneagram or however that's sad because I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. So this is the part of me that I just want to sing on top of the rooftops. Of course, there's parts of me that I didn't know how to tell others again, that fear of being picked on as I was for being me as a kid. You know, as a kid, even though I grew up in a neighborhood that was predominantly Hispanic or Mexican or Latino or whatever word you want to use, it was like 99% people who look like me, but I was picked on because of the color of my skin, because I looked darker than others, because I didn't have, you know, cousins that could quote unquote back me up or because I was seated next to someone's crush. And then, you know, as a young kid, I was really didn't understand why people would be mean. Now, I didn't grow up the most loving parents. They're pretty distant, but I still didn't understand why kids were mean to me. And even as an adult, I still struggled to understand it. And it's not that I am this perfect being or that I don't get mad or that I don't get jealous or that I don't want to be mean, (laughs) but there's, but, but really actually most of the time I don't want to be mean. Like I get frustrated and I get upset and I may say like, oh my God, like, I don't know why that person would do that, but I really don't have any desire to be intentionally mean to another person. And it's, you know, my upbringing was not perfect. There's not that I didn't witness a lot of different things or that there wasn't any like physical abuse or maybe even some emotional abuse, but there's just never been this part of me that has wanted to be made. And if there's any part of you, do not be ashamed of that because it is just something that you have to work through. I will say that something that really helped me was that I was reading all of this time, right? And I look back and I say, how or why am I this way? I know it's because I read a lot. These characters in the books, they would face challenges and they would overcome them. And that taught me that even though I had challenges, that I could overcome them. It gave me that happily ever after outside of, you know, like those cartoon movies, Disney movies, whatever. But you know, it just really, really helped me know that there was more besides what I was going through at the time. And I was always journaling. I would journal my bad days. I would journal my good days. <laughs> I would go back and read my journals and I would laugh at myself at like the stuff that would get me mad or the things that made me happy. And that's really what you need to be doing, right? You need to be nourishing your soul and then you need to be reflecting on how you are feeling and go back, go back so you could see what you wrote. And then, you know, think, reflect like on it. 
So those are two amazing tools that I obviously am still using and that can change your life. So simple. Books are so accessible now. And, you know, if there's one thing that you can get from this episode is pick up a book and do some journaling. So again, thank you for being here with me on my podcast journey. Thank you for allowing me to share my story. I hope that this helps you step into your own spiritual journey and know that it is safe to explore. It is safe to you know, check things out that are, you know, taboo things that, you know, you, maybe you grew up thinking like, oh no, like it's about a locals or, you know, it's una bruja or whatever you heard growing up, know that it is safe, you know? And if you don't want to share with anybody, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Just remember that you are in control of your life. Take it one step at a time. All right, guys, that's it. I will see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Manifest Your Career podcast. Are you ready to take action today? Visit manifestyourcareer.com to get started and schedule a free discovery call with me and gain clarity today.